This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. With Metro by T-Mobile, your hard-earned money goes further. This tax season, there's zero fees to switch. Enjoy Metro's lowest price. Just 25 bucks a line for four lines. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Now that's the best deal in wireless. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your day. All lines lose promo rate if any deactivates. No fees on select phones. Limit one per line with eligible port. Excludes sales tax. Limited time offer. Additional terms apply. See MetroByTMobile.com. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Radio Techers. Welcome, everybody, to yet another episode of Radio Techers. I am, of course, the Texas gentleman, Tanner Pruitt here, and uh, along with me, the hardest working man in all of podcasting, my good friend, Mags. Mags, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well, and you're giving me a run for my money with uh, with that that title, with all the work you're doing with Headlock Talk on, on multi-streaming, and now with this on... Uh, taking the lead on radio techers i think you 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 kind of pushing me for that crown hey man i just have a busy sunday today that's all <laughs> i i uh i'll be a, a great steward in your court that how about that <laughs> um <laughs> we welcome everybody of course yet uh, again to, to radio techers here where we're going to talk all things premier league but before we get into that i do ask uh that you uh, hit that like uh, share and subscribe button wherever you're viewing this. Of course, if you are joining us on Twitch, fantastic. We're glad to have you here. Um, and uh, of course, uh, if you're uh, also viewing this on YouTube, uh, please, again, like, share, subscribe. If you're listening to this on podcast form, do the same thing. Leave us a rating and review if you can. It would be greatly appreciated. Um, but Mags, Premier League action. This has been an interesting week. Uh, we have, but uh, by the time that uh, things roll around, we may have three different people leading, uh, taking the top spot in the Premier League. Yeah, uh, I think if, if if Liverpool win tonight, uh, they can tie uh, Tottenham at the top of the league. If Leicester win, they'll go clear at the top, and then obviously we've had uh, we've had uh, Tottenham take over at the top. So yeah, it's been a a very uh, topsy-turvy weekend in terms of uh, those front runners. Mm, indeed, indeed. Uh, and that's kind of been the way that the Premier League has shaped up so far. Uh, we've got a, a good cop, bad cop uh, wrestling podcast, as well as our friend Matt. Uh, Matt, as you will remember, he was on an episode of uh, Radio Techers not too long ago, talking about the, uh, uh, I believe that was the close of the transfer window. Welcome back, Matt. Welcome to the chat. And, of course, Good Cop, Bad Cop asks, did we get the 200 likes that we asked for last week? It's still ongoing. We will keep you posted. <laughs> but maybe we can get 200 today. How about it? Hit that, hit, hit that like button. That would be greatly appreciated. Um, Mags, uh, lots of stuff happening. Uh, but as the thumbnail has, uh, of course, posed to us here in this video, let's get into the top story. Oh, 
Yes, the top story, Mags. Uh, <laughs> it's like I'm watching uh, ESPN news. <laughs> or it's like CNN or something like that, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the top story here, Jose Mourinho's Tottenham Hotspur side uh, put on a masterful performance against uh, Pep Guardiola's Manchester City uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a wonderful, well-played performance on their part. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, I totally agree. It was a, you explained it perfectly. It was a, a tactical uh, masterclass on uh, coming up to the anniversary of, uh, of Mourinho taking over the side when uh, they were in 14th. And now he's uh, masterminded Tottenham to be the top dogs in the Premier League. So, yeah, it's a, mm. a great way to celebrate that anniversary. Yeah, it, I mean, I'm a big fan. I mean, obviously, I mean, that's I, I. So, obviously, if you if if you're a football historian like you and I are here, let me let me just see. Ooh, look at that! Zooming in, historians. Anyway, zooming back out. <laughs> I've uh, certainly got the beard for a historian. I'm old <laughs> enough to be a historian. I think I am I a was... history. I, I wanted it. to get this. I wanted to get the zoom in just for the beard. Um, your beard, my mustache. I think we make a great team. Um, no, if you're a football historian, you can go back to La Liga. Um, man, it just seems like yesterday, but it was almost ten years ago. You you had Pep Guardiola and uh, Jose Mourinho battling it out uh, in La Liga with Barcelona and Real Madrid, uh, respectively. Um, it, it you know these two at points have hated each other. Yeah. They seem to be a lot more cordial now. Um, but yesterday, you know, we did not get the dominant Pep Guardiola team performance that I think a lot of people expected to see. Yeah, and that's especially surprising considering he's just had a new two-year deal. So you would have thought that that would have given the whole squad kind of a boost knowing that he's a... Uh, Arguably one of the the, the best managers uh, in the world today has as mm. committed long term to Manchester City, but instead they, whilst they had a good game in terms of chances, they just weren't able to to finish the finish the the, the ball in, into the goal. Where Spurs were very very efficient in front of goal, uh, just so dominant. Kane and and Son having an absolute master class of, of a forward partnership. It just they're just glorious to watch. Mm. Yeah. It, it, uh, well, and the, and the goal from Lo Celso, I really, really enjoyed his goal as well. 35 was... seconds he was on the pitch. 35 yeah. seconds. Immediate um, impact. He, he just he just came on the pitch and, and just rattled that goal yeah. right in. For, for me, the, 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 the difference between the two teams was the energy levels. Uh, when Tot- Tottenham obviously knew that City were going to control the ball and have uh, the, the, the majority of the possession, so they were able to sit back, uh, soak up that attack, really kind of make it difficult for, for City to break them down. But the minute that uh, they had the ball, they attacked so well and so clinically to, uh, as a unit, which was the most important thing that everybody knew they had to, uh, they had a job to do. They had space to find the pass from uh, Ndombele uh, for, for Son's goal was beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Uh, it, and, it was wonderful. <laughs> yeah, and I think Tottenham only had four shots on on. Um, on City's goal and two on target, which meant they scored 100% of the shots on target. Obviously, Kane put the ball in the net, uh, which was ruled offside, so that one that one didn't count. But it's just the mm. the the sheer kind of clinical, uh, just the the way that they play is just absolutely amazing with uh, with Tottenham. I mean, possession wise, they had 34% of the ball and yet scored two goals and conceded nothing. It's just. This is a frightening Tottenham team. If they can demolish mm. what should have been the front runners in Manchester City like this, um, yeah, they're they're going to be a very scary proposition for the rest of the season. Indeed, indeed. We've got an interesting question here in the chat from Good Cop Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast. Uh, it says uh, two years is long term. I mean, do you, do you think that? 
<laughs> it, it is when you have someone the caliber of, of uh, Pep Guardiola who, who could, who's literally signed for any club he wants. He's a, uh, he's always known for for kind of leaving projects after after a few years. To, so to tie him down for an extra two seasons, I think I'd call I'd class that as long term. I'd, I'd say that's a pretty fair argument there. Uh, to to be perfectly honest, uh, that that is a, an interesting place where there's some overlap between Pep Guardiola and Jose Mourinho is that they typically aren't there for mm-hmm. the long haul, right? Yeah. Um, whereas you might look at like um Jurgen Klopp, for example, who who continues to stay in projects for a a long term of time. Mm-hmm. Um, City is is very worrisome about Manchester City. Um, they were without Sergio Aguero. They, again, again uh, I believe he's in the last year of his contract here, Mags. Mm-hmm. Um, there is maybe a little bit of speculation that this who-year contract uh, being accepted by Pep Guardiola is perhaps um, maybe a sign that Manchester City is still in for Lionel Messi and that they well, maybe one of the offerings could be for Lionel Messi to be coming into Manchester City. Two conflicting reports uh, against that, though, is that um, Pepper said he, he is not interested in, in Lionel Messi signing for City and he believes that uh, Lionel should finish his career at Barcelona. And then another one is that uh, City... Uh, uh, Sources have said that they're not interested in signing him because they think at 34 years old the the wage budget would be it would just be too much of a financial risk. So perhaps it'll still happen. Perhaps that's just posturing, maybe to to throw people off the scent. But uh, yeah, there's there's arguments for both cases, uh, and we'll see what happens at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I mean, it it would make a lot of sense. Uh, I would say, if they were truly after him. Uh, Lionel Messi going to the Premier League, as we've discussed previously on the show countless number of times, would be uh, certainly an interesting proposition. Um, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, I, I, I'm worried about City's attack, uh, yeah. mostly because there's not any answer past Sergio Aguero. I mean, you, yeah. Ferran Torres has showed a lot of promise. Uh, but well, he's not, not an out striker. It's not an out-and-out exactly. tracker. Uh, exactly. Gabriel Jesus has not been uh, on the best of form since coming back from injury. Uh, Raheem Sterling's uh, goal output has dropped off. They desperately need uh, someone who can who, who can be that um, that killer in the box like Sergio Aguero. And unfortunately, right now in this squad, there isn't one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I honestly... As, as much as it pains me to say this, I watched that Spurs side yesterday mm-hmm. and it looked like a title-winning performance. Yeah. I mean, the it's the, the changes that they've made through uh, the way that they play. I mean, you look at Kane, for instance. Uh, he's already provided nine assists this season. Uh, and in his uh, previous three campaigns, he's only provided eight in, in each of them. So nine assists in nine games against eight in 38 is just... The way that they're playing as as a unit is just phenomenal. Son has scored five goals in uh, five games against uh, Manchester City. They're just so, so dominant and a very, very scary prospect. Uh, I love watching Spurs play. Son has scored more goals than some Premier League teams this season. (laughs) Yeah, he's definitely scored more than Burnley, that's for sure. (laughs) So, yes, he's a a wonderful player. yeah, no, I, I looked at Sun uh, and, and, and the whole Tottenham team yesterday, and I, and I thought, this really could be it. Like, the, the, the timeline is on track. It's Jose Mourinho. He's, this is the perfect kind of environment with it being COVID uh, and being like, we can take advantage of this. We can, we can ride out this storm and come out on top. Yeah, I... <laughs> I don't know what else to say, man. Like I, I, I think this Spurs side, uh, of all sides in the Premier League, should definitely be feared the most, uh, yeah, based no. off yesterday and, and and other results that there there have been. And and the 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 worrying thing is, there's not even a weak link in in the whole uh, eleven that they put out. Um, it's just scarily dominant. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, they brought in Bale because it, it was felt like they needed that kind of a um, that attacking flair, and he's, he's barely played, but yet they've improved so much in in the way that they attack that he must have mm. had some sort of kind of uh, uh, effect, uh, just giving them the team a confidence boost because they they're playing absolutely out of the skin. It, indeed, uh, Mags, uh, we will also be covering the uh the liverpool and leicester city game he, just a little bit uh simply mm-hmm. because the game is about to go live as uh as of the time of this recording uh so uh with we'll, that being we'll said we'll give you live updates <laughs> we will do live updates absolutely um with that being said i'm looking here da, 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 da. who is on the starting lineup here let me see do 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 do. Oh. Breaking news. Fabinho has returned to the starting lineup for Liverpool today. Uh, he will be paired alongside uh, Joel Matip at the center of defense. Uh, yeah. I like Liverpool's odds uh, taking this game here against Leicester. Um, <laughs> really? uh, I, I like them significantly more than, than I did uh, 20 minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> uh, Diogo Jota will start in place of Mo Salah. Uh, in the midfield, you'll have uh, Genia Vinaldum, Nabi Keita, Curtis Jones, and then you'll also have um, James Milner and Andy Robertson. Uh, playing in the uh, fullback positions. So, good times, great memories had by all there. Um, Just hope you don't pick up another injury. Yeah. Thanks, Mags. <laughs> that's, that's great. I appreciate you even bringing that up. Fing- that's... Fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, the, the I'm week being that supportive. Liverpool... I am being supportive of you. <laughs> Fingers crossed is the universal sign of lying, Max. <laughs> uh, no, um, no, but yeah, Liverpool uh, fans everywhere have had a, a terrible time. Um, you know, in the last few weeks, uh, Mo Salah got getting confirmed uh, having uh, possibly having COVID nineteen. He was at a, mm-hmm. a, a wedding of his brothers, which was uh, obviously congrats to the family, but goodness. Um, that's a, that's, that's tough. Um, and then, I mean, there was possible, um, uh, injuries to, uh, Robertson, which was, was reported also, uh, Jordan Henderson. It appears as though Joe Gomez has had surgery and will be out an extended amount of time. And then Trent Alexander Arnold, we don't know what his situation is as of right now. It seems to be hamstring. Yep. And then obviously the, the biggest loss is, uh, is Virgil van Dijk out potentially for the full season? Mm. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I, like, <laughs> I mean, Jordan Pickford basically used his entire body to, uh, you know, he used his entire pelvis on 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 Van Dyke's knee and just threw himself in there. Uh, good cop, bad cop, wrestling podcast. Mags, why jinx it, douchebag? Why why jinx it? <laughs> I am honestly not trying to jinx it. I, I hope <laughs> Liverpool win. I hope that, so too. That's that stuck in my throat. Then it was almost like the words didn't want to come out. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, Headlock Talk Wrestling Podcast is also joined. He says, "Great, get great graphic." I believe that might be Stephen. Hi, Stephen. How's it going? I'll, I'll be seeing you soon. We'll be doing a headlock talk later on this evening covering Survivor Series. So if you're a wrestling fan out there, join us back here for Shooting the Sports Ish, where we will be covering uh, Survivor Series post-show duties. Uh, that'll be fun. Um, I'm excited. Um, <laughs> Mags, I'm sure you'll be doing some Survivor Series post-show stuff too, right? You got, I'll be doing you, some Survivor Series post-show sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. I'm happy for you. Uh, let me see here. Putting you over on Twitch says LFC, baby. Indeed. LFC for sure. LFG. Let's go. Um, <laughs> anywho. So we'll be covering that game as we go. Um, Mags, 
something really got under my skin yesterday, and I'm not quite sure why it did, but it really, really did. Paul Pogba, he made some comments while away on duty in France saying that this is this is where he feels best. This is where he feels most at home. He, I don't know if there was something lost in translation, but it was seemingly a bit of a jab over onto uh, Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer. Right, uh, he was not in the squad at all yesterday for Manchester United. Mm-hmm. So let me ask: Is Paul Pogba headed out the door at Manchester United? I would say a lot of Manchester United fans would hope so because he has been anonymous this season. To say mm. um, a, f- a few years ago he was is touted as one of the very best in the world. I don't think I think he's got such a bad attitude problem. Uh, he's become so lazy um, that I think United are, are better better off showing him. I mean. I'm, I'm never. Ooh. I'm not going to be the the biggest Man United fan, but I don't like when when players try and exert power over over managers uh, and try and blame poor form and uh, and their kind of output on on the manager. The fact is, he's a grown ass adult playing uh, playing poorly on purpose to to get rid of a manager. No, um, get rid of Paul Pogba. I, I, I really feel for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. I really, really do. He's just too nice to be a manager. Uh, unfortunately, uh, and the the it just seems to be a very a very much a lack of respect for him. Um, yeah, uh, no, the uh, uh, Ole is too nice to be a manager. I I agree with you one hundred percent there. Uh, uh, let me see here, putting you over. Uh, let me see here. Uh, is that a Finway uh Sitgo signed hat? I I believe so. I believe that would be it. Yes. Um, uh, Steven over at Headlock Talk. Ouch. Get him, Mags. Um, yeah, Ollie is too nice to be a manager. I absolutely agree with you. Um, but how much of this, um, how much of, of, of Paul Pogba's anonymity, uh, anonymity? I think I said that right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. Well, the the Englishman didn't correct me, so I'm, I'm I think I'm okay. Um, <laughs> uh, how much of that is down to Paul Pogba, and how much of it is down to is Ollie actually using him in the way that Paul Pogba should be used? Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, I do understand if if the if the formation isn't to um, to play to your strengths, it, it can be frustrating. But we're talking about someone who is who is always including the conversations, being one of the best players in the world. He should have the ability to be able to adapt his game to uh, the situation that that Oli wants him to play in. And the fact is that the team is usually built around Pogger anyway. So he he tends to have this free roam uh, to be able to do what he wants. He just doesn't do it. He just doesn't put the effort in. And, and you're looking at players like uh, Van der Beek sat on the bench who's hungry to get a game and and is being frustrated at not being able to play. But you've got Pogba uh, who has poor performances and then has the audacity to to uh, make snide comments about the manager when really he should be apologising for for taking the hundreds of thousands of weeks uh, wage and not putting in the performance that that that, that wage warrants. Mm, that's man, you are <laughs> you are on fire today. Um, I, I mean, I don't disagree with you. I I really don't disagree with you at all. Um, but I, I I still think that inside Pogba is is a great player ready to be unleashed, and I think it's just a matter of finding how you do that. Um, where where would Paul Pogba go, Mags? I mean, he's uh, I mean I, I don't see Manchester United uh, getting back or recouping the uh, amount of spending that they that, that they had purchased him for. I mean, he was a uh, a hundred million pound purchase. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, which is off the charts. Um, I guess who can afford him, and, and I guess where 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 would you see him wanting to go? Well, the the reports I've seen, I mean, not not too recently, but in over the the course of the season, have had him uh, touted towards Real Madrid. Uh, there's also been speculation that he could be going to uh, Paris. 
personally, if, if I was Man United, I, I'd, I'd look at a Real Madrid, uh, uh, some sort of swap deal, and maybe bring someone in to replace uh, Pogba, uh, someone like the likes of Isco. Uh, I think Isco could really do a good job at Man United. And we know that uh, Zinedine Zidane is a massive fan of Pogba. So that kind of ticks all the boxes. I just I just don't like when a player is 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 paid so handsomely to play football and, and they just don't turn up. It's it's annoying. It's really, really annoying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um I, I was uh I, I was actually listening to the 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 true Jordy show, uh, which is one of my favorite uh watch along pieces of commentary when I watch Premier League. So shout out True Jordy if you're out there. I don't think you're listening. I think you're actually doing a show right now as we speak. Um, but uh he commented that uh it would be quite interesting if um well there's a certain team that did not replace a particular talisman this year in the Premier League. Uh, uh, Manchester City did not replace David Silva. If Manchester mm-hmm. City threw enough money at Manchester United, that possibly they'd be willing to take it so that they can get Jaden Sancho. Uh, I mean, is money really an issue for for Manchester United? Though I think the 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 problem with the Jaden Sancho was not the fact that Man United couldn't afford him; it was the fact uh-huh. that they they thought that they could load it over uh, Borussia Dortmund and, and kind of uh, play to the mm-hmm. beat of their own drum rather than follow the the kind of uh, rules that that Bayern uh, that Borussia put in line for that transfer. Um, mm-hmm. Now would. Would Man United like to let what could be potentially one of the best players in the world go to their bitter rivals? Um, I mean, look at last time that that happened with uh, Tevez. There was a lot of uh, a lot of uh, animosity there. So I, I don't think if uh, if if Pogba has got a, a lengthy amount of time on his contract, I don't think he'll be he'll be he'll have sold on to the likes of Manchester City. Mm. Uh, perhaps not. I mean, uh, the, though the uh, the prospect perhaps of City uh, pairing up Paul Pogba with someone like Kevin Bruyne, that is a uh, that is quite something, so, quite something to uh, to consider. Um, let me see here, uh, Mags. We just got done watching Leeds and Arsenal, and I'm not quite sure. Uh, what to really think of this game to be perfectly honest with you, because I'm, I look at, I, I look at Arsenal who went down 10 men, but I also yes. think that they really should have killed the game off way earlier. They've got, I, I, I mean, they are arguably a collectively more talented collection of players. Uh, mm-hmm. But Bielsa's leads team uh, they're 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 these giant killers in a sense here. I mean, they 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 play right up against the big teams, and I just don't I don't see how you can't take advantage of Arsenal being down ten men. Yeah, and uh, I think for the uh, the majority of this game, Leeds can be kicking themselves that they didn't come away with the points because. They had the majority of the ball. They had uh, nearly three times as many shots on goal as Leeds. Um, double the amount of shots on target. It, yeah, they 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 played out of the skin. Um, the the Pepe uh, sending off, which was absolutely ridiculous. What a, what an idiot he is for for falling <laughs> into into that uh, that trap. Uh, get got frustrated by uh, the defender. And then went in with the elbow, absolutely cleared, sending off, and he's got nobody else to blame for themselves. But I think that kind mm-hmm. of uh, that uh, at the end of the game kind of spurred uh, Arsenal on, and they had some of the better chances towards the end of the game. And, and Leeds were kind of like holding on uh, for dear life at that point. But all in all, I think Leeds can be the most aggrieved with the game because they 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 seem to have a lot, a lot of the. Uh, the the better player, the more shots. I mean, Bamford was absolutely outstanding again. He, he was a, a nightmare for the Arsenal defence to to um, try and control. Uh, it was a really interesting game and really fun to watch to say it was a nil-nil finish. You'd normally look at a nil-nil and think, well, that was a waste of 90 minutes. But this was really end-to-end stuff. Um, the concern for me is another game where Aubameyang uh, didn't score, another game where Lacazette didn't score, and kind of like Manchester City, they they haven't got an out and out 
menace in the box uh, who's on form and getting goals. Yeah, I'd be I'd be very very worried if I was Arteta. A good cop, bad cop in the chat says Zidane might be more interested in Pepe. Very true. Perhaps so. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just I, I don't know what I can make of either team here because both of them should have finished off the game and, and they seemingly chose not to, which which uh, kind of baffles me. I, I think it was just uh, the defense being so solid, um, especially uh, Gabriel for, for for Arsenal. He had a, a quite a good game. Leno had a good game. Um, so it was kind of like the, the defense stepping up and doing what they needed to do, but just the attack not being able to, to break them down, I suppose. Perhaps so. Um, let me see here. So we've talked a little bit about that. Oh, by the way, the Manchester United West Brom game did end one nil. We talked about yeah. Paul Pogba earlier. I mean, to quickly um, go over that Mags. game, it's, it's got a lot of around. Um, I don't think Man United. Oh no! They, okay, the, the video kind of uh, froze for a minute there, but that's okay. Oh. Yeah, I was just um, to just go over the Man United game. Um, there's a hashtag going around on Twitter saying Oli out, and I don't think Man United had, had a, a bad game. They were uh, they had some some really good chances, and they they played some exciting football. It's just they have no no finishing uh, prowess. I mean, Martial waste so wasteful. They had so many chances to score and. Uh, and was just unable to to finish. He was at uh, some points mm-hmm. where he was incredibly greedy. Um, West uh, West Brom had a, a brilliant chance at the end of the game where they they rattled the bar. Uh, De Gea had a uh, had a, an outstanding game, and Sam Johnston, the former Man United uh, player, he also had a, an outstanding game as well. Um, the, the concern is that this is another game where Man United couldn't score in open play. I think they've only scored one goal in open play all season and uh, the the VAR just raises its ugly head yet again. Uh, West Brom can be so angry that they didn't get a penalty, but yet pretty much for the same kind of incident, Maynard got got a penalty and then was able to, to have it retaken after that stupid, stupid hop, skip and a jump that uh, Fernandez does. It absolutely annoys me that he does that. He, he thinks he's a prancing pony. He absolutely thinks he's a prancing pony. It's ridiculous. Um, but we, we, without the, the chance of taking that penalty again, uh, West Brom would have come away with a well, well-earned well point. But, yeah, I, I can see Billich being really, really frustrated with this. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Steven uh, from Headlock Talk in the chat. In my limited knowledge, both teams did not look good on the pitch, in my opinion. Yeah, it was a terribly sloppy game. Uh, <laughs> neither team looked good. And and why is Manchester United struggling against this, this West Brom team? No disrespect to West Brom fans out there. But, uh, again, um, I think this goes more to your point uh, and, and inquiry here, Mags. Uh, Manchester United, maybe they're not a big club anymore. I mean, we've said this time and time again on this show. Uh, but I think a, uh, a lot of football fans kind of have rose-tinted glasses when it comes to Man United. I mean, they harken back to the, the Alex Ferguson days of when they were so dominant. And whilst they, they were dominant, uh, they also did have to battle to to win some matches. And there were plenty of times where they won one, one or two nil uh, and really struggled against uh, teams. So it, it's not uncommon for this to happen. Uh, it's just because it's all in, because people are, uh, want instant gratification and, and results now is uh, is struggling to get them. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's let's talk about a, little, a few more results from yesterday, and then we'll we'll kind of uh, uh, mosey on out of here, um, or, or or we can talk about the live game. The live game is pretty good. Right. I, I mean, it hasn't started yet, but, you know, it's there. Um, let me see here. Uh, Chelsea to Newcastle United uh, nil. 
Uh, Chelsea just dominant performed in terms of possession. Um, did not have the killer instinct that I think that uh, we were really looking for here. They're still they're still developing that. Uh, they had um, uh, 747 passes to Newcastle United's 287. That would be 72 percent possession uh, of the ball there for Chelsea. Um, but once again. It's Tammy Abraham on the score sheet and not Timo Werner, Mags. Though, yeah. Timo Werner did have a lot to do with this game. He did. Um, I mean, he, he had the opportunity to score as well. He, he uh, A couple of his shots went wide, but the fact that he's able to turn provider, again, with another really good uh, uh, assist to, to Tammy Abraham. And poor Federico Fernandez. he had a... He had a woeful game, an absolutely horrific game. Scored an own goal. I think that's the he's the now the the highest scoring uh, own goal for own goal since 2014, which is yeah, it's a yeah, it's a, a bad time. And then he uh, he um, then almost uh, ruined it at the end when and, and then when he uh, it, it was just left standing in, in terms of, of defense. Yeah, he, he didn't have a good game and. The the only person who I thought played well for Newcastle was uh, was Darlow. Again, I think that this really doesn't reflect badly on him. He uh, he saved so many good shots and he had such a good game. He's just he's just been let down by his defense time and time again. Yeah, yeah, I I, I would absolutely agree with that. Um, it, well, that and the offense. The offense is not great for Newcastle. No. Newcastle no. does not score goals. That's that's uh, that's 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 harsh, but they don't like they they are one of the lowest scoring teams in the league right now. Uh, yeah, I they mean, got they, they, they started so brightly as well. I mean, Callum Wilson was was on some real form, and then yeah, it's just it's just died off. And I think uh, it's now four games or something like that that they haven't scored at home, which is absolutely shocking. Yeah. And speaking of shocking results, uh, Brighton 2, Aston Villa 1. I know that uh, Steven uh, in the chat has had his eye on supporting Brighton. Uh, We'll see if that remains as we go throughout the season. Um, uh, Steven had some awfully harsh words about Jack Grealish. Maybe he'll pop up in the chat and and talk about it. Um, But... uh, uh, I think one of the major talking points here is maybe the the return of Danny Welbeck, uh, who uh, has, has gotten back on the scoring sheet once again, uh, but also the red card of Tarek Lempty, uh, who will not be appearing uh, against Liverpool in the next matchup. So that's yeah, going to well, be... What a great performance by Brighton. Uh, started off really, really brightly. And uh, Danny Welbeck's always been someone who has never kind of lived up to the potential that they, that he should have had. Uh, obviously started at, at Man United, then Arsenal, and was kind of always like on the cusp of being uh, one of England's better strikers. Uh, and then just fell off. But yeah, I think he's, he's, found, um, he's found his foot in a... a, a uh, uh, Brown scored uh, the 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 lovely like kind of composed chip over over the the goalkeeper for his for the first goal was was absolutely beautiful mm-hmm. uh, and and then uh, the the equalizer I think it was Cons who, who got the equalizer uh, and then probably the one of the best goals I've seen in in the last few weeks certainly with Solly March uh, that was a glorious finish. Uh, Curled it top corner. I bet you were really, really happy to see that. Um, VAR again, kind of uh, rearing its, its ugly head uh, uh, with the referee firstly awarding a penalty from from Solly Marsh, and then uh, it being overturned by VAR. Um, it, the probably the one time that it's actually uh, gone right for for VAR, but it's just um, the the kind of margins now that. Uh, you you can literally it's it's razor thin between making contact with the ball and making contact with the player and and the referee giving penalties nowadays. There's there's just no common sense in terms of a of a referee. Um, but a great victory for for Brighton. I think it's the first ever time they've beaten uh, Aston Villa uh, at Aston Villa in in their history. So yeah, it's a a great victory for Brighton. And, kind of worrying for Berlin because the, we were looking to kind of overtake them in the near future. I don't think that's happening now. Uh, Stephen is saying, Welbeck was impressive. The Lamptey card was disappointing for me for mm. sure. Uh, he also says, also, I hate Aston Villa. 
<laughs> we all do. Um, I think I think to a degree, yes. Everybody hates them just a little bit, um, which is why we all celebrated when they got relegated a few years ago. <laughs> I mean, the the Lamptey thing it must be so frustrating for for Brighton fans because he's been he's been one of the very very bright sparks that they that they've had, and uh, for him to to basically get sent off for doing the same thing twice in the space of a few minutes, it's absolutely ridiculous. He was what a uh, just so unprofessional from him, uh, and he's been like I said, he's been so good all the season. It's really puts a black mark underneath him. I I, I think so. Um, it'll be tough. It'll be tough for Brighton to go and see that game against Liverpool uh, without him. That's that's going to be for sure. Uh, Everton are back to their winning ways. Mags Everton mm-hmm. uh, defeated Fulham. 3-2, uh, uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin uh, scoring two goals in the first 30 minutes of the game. With uh, his feet. Yeah, not with <laughs> his head. It's surprising, actually. Uh, and then DeCore scored a goal uh, also in the 35th minute. It looked as though Fulham was going to pick up some steam and make a real game of it in the 70, 70th minute uh, with Ruben Loftus-Cheek's goal. Um, however, it was not meant to be uh, game ends two to three um fulham interestingly enough had the the bulk of the possession 54 54 to 46 percent um which is a bit odd normally they get crushed in that area um but um uh, everton I, I think that this might be something uh uh maybe a little bit of sign of a revival here from everton yeah, perhaps. I mean, they started so well this season and then uh, dropped off a, a hell of a lot and were, were, were losing every single game. And this is kind of like right in the ship. And I think the the three players who really stood out for me was um, D- uh, Lucas Digne. I thought he was absolutely phenomenal. Um, Rodriguez, obviously, was... Uh, was um, always at the heart of, of what Everton were doing uh, attack-wise. But uh, someone who I've actually given a lot of grief to on this show, uh, but I'm happy to, to to pay that kind of respect when it's due. I thought Richarlison was phenomenal. Uh, you can tell that they've missed Richarlison with, uh, through injury. And I think we, we mentioned a couple of episodes ago about how uh, whenever he's not in the squad, the Everton lose. And you can tell he, he does bring... Uh, that little something extra to, to the squad. And yeah, he, he really kind of helped boost Everton today after his exploits with Brazil over, over the last couple of weeks and, and came and, and, and brought that form to, to Everton and got him back on winning ways. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, it'll be, I, I think it'll be interesting watching Everton going forward and seeing how far they can go up. I think that they really do have a shot at making top four or, or, or even making a Europa League place, uh, perhaps. I, I think that would be, um, I, I think that that's, that should be a proper goal for them. And I think it's, I think it's achievable. Um, but, um, you know, with that being said, uh, this has been a wonky season. Um, speaking of, of, of wonky, uh, two teams that I really couldn't care less for played earlier today. Uh, Sheffield United and West Ham United. Um, sorry, West Ham and Sheffield fans. Poor um, Sheffield. Poor this Sheffield. Was a, this was a terrible game, Mags. This was, oh, this was awful. It, was, it, it felt like it went on for about five hours. It was that... It was so, so boring. It was just a horrible game to watch. Um, I think West Ham can be uh, can count themselves a bit lucky that they've come away with the win. Uh, but yeah, it yeah. was just it's ninety minutes of of my time that I'm I'm not going to get back. The one bright spark of this match was the goal by Sebastian Haller was a peach. The, mm. the 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 very late uh, swing on the ball, technically right into the top corner, uh, but it was that was the highlight of a very drab, boring game. It was it was not good. It, it's I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Besides just how boring <laughs> it was. Um, West Ham United get the three points. Sure, congratulations. Um, <laughs> let's. Wow. Uh, 
um there are uh some other games coming up uh later this week obviously liverpool is about to kick off with leicester city so mm-hmm. you know uh, up the reds good luck um, Yay, reds <laughs> can you do it with a scouse accent mags I Come don't on. know if I can do a scouse accent. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that uh, tomorrow. Could, could come as a little bit racist if I did a scouse accent. <laughs> then we won't do it. Um, tomorrow, Burnley plays uh, Crystal Palace. Uh, yes. Well, that'll be interesting. Mags, your take? Burnley, <sighs> Burnley going to pick up the three? Um, I mean, the, the wins there... It's it's a it's a very much a winnable game, but mm. I just have no faith in Burnley right now. Uh, I think mm. a lot me and a lot of other Burnley fans are kind of like pinning all our hopes on getting this takeover uh, done and dusted in time to to be able to spend in in January. Because if not, it's going to be a long hard season. Um, yeah, it's 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 a bit of a concern, but. We do, if we could just string together maybe two or three wins and get kind of that confidence back and get get back in the goals, then maybe we could push on and, and get uh, higher up the table and, and and out of the relegation zone. But it would take scoring those goals in the first place, and it's something that we're really just struggling to do. Mm. Uh, Wolves also will be playing tomorrow against Southampton, which should, should be a very exciting matchup, I think, here too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, any predictions for that one? Uh, I think Southampton are one of the form teams. Uh, Wolves have kind of dropped off over over recent weeks, so I think Southampton will be looking to to um, pick up the picture there. So I think it'll be very interesting. It's, um, it was interesting that the Wolves manager came out and, and lambasted uh, Adama Traore recently, especially if you consider he was mm-hmm. probably one of their better players last season and he's, he, I think maybe he's another player who's had their head turned by speculation on transfers and, and going to big clubs maybe uh, there's that that's a concern um, but yeah I think this is Southampton's game to win mm. uh, well, Good deal I think these are these are all solid predictions any predictions for Liverpool Leicester before we uh, get kicked off Being honest I think Liverpool are going to win it I think it'll be maybe two Two nil, three one, perhaps. I think a three one would probably be sufficient. Mm-hmm. Um, or I'll even take a two one. To be quite honest with you, I could I could see a two one Liverpool win. Uh, is, is what I I'd aim for here. Uh, it looks like they've got some new kit sponsors there. Uh, still standard charter, but it looks like a different design on their kit. Interesting. All right. Good stuff. Uh, also, uh, Alison uh, Becker, uh, prior to the game, uh, did pay tribute to uh, Liverpool goalkeeper, former Liverpool goalkeeper, Ray Clements. Uh, so that was a nice touch, nice touch of respect there. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Uh, not only is the Premier League back, Mags, but also the Champions League uh, return. the champions. <laughs> we need to get a video graphic for that now. I think that's the next thing on the on the the, the whiteboard here is a uh, uh, Champions League music video intro. Um, <laughs> how can we get that without being sued? Uh, I think that's the most important thing. Um, let me see here. So Champions League, uh, Chelsea will be playing Wren. Mm-hmm. I think that Chelsea still have a lot to be worried about with Wren. They they just produce some really talented players. Mm-hmm. Um, good cop, bad cop. Uh, in the chat says Allison is wearing a tribute jersey to Clements. Yes. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Uh, so Wren, Chelsea. I'd still I still like Chelsea winning this game, but I think it's going to be a hard uh, victory for them. Manchester United versus Istanbul. Who really knows what version of Manchester United is going to show up? Exactly, it's hard. it's so hard to predict uh, that game. Yeah, um, what what Man United's going to turn up? Like, like was it was wasn't that when when Dimba Ba came out of like you know the the retirement home to to score a goal past uh, Manchester United? Then he like ripped them apart. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a beautiful goal. It was a, a, Dimba Dimba Ba is a legend. He is. Yeah, it's a wonderful game. Uh, 
Uh, let's see here. Um, also, we've got PSG versus RB Leipzig. That'll be on Tuesday. Um, uh, Olympiacos versus Manchester City. Oh. Yeah, I was just going to say the Paris Saint-Germain versus uh, Leipzig game is the one that I think will be the more interesting game. I think so, too. I, I really do. That, that's going to be that's going to be a headliner for me. I, I'm I think that tactically it's going to be a fascinating game, especially with PSG losing earlier this week to Monaco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. and Barcelona also lost as well this weekend, and they and they uh, I think yep. have they got Dinamo Kiev away? Um, they do. So I mean that uh, that's not a not an easy easy place to go when you're not uh, not in form. So. That could be uh, a, a good game for for Kiev to pick up a win. Indeed, uh, Liverpool looking very spicy here at the start of the, of the game. Uh, Olympiacos, Manchester City will be on Wednesday, so I, I do expect a, a Manchester City win there. Uh, Liverpool will also be facing uh, Atlanta. Uh, in in a rematch of the thrashing that they gave Atlanta uh, just uh, just before break, um, so that'll be fun. Um, let me see here. Good cop, bad cop in the chats. Uh, Skirtle said that they wished that uh, uh, they had played Manchester United every week. Yes. Possibly so. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, the uh, the Champions League tie of the round has got to be Inter Milan versus Real, though. That's, uh, that it, yeah. should be a, a spicy game. Yeah, that's going to be, a, uh, especially with Inter Milan looking marginally better than they were uh, previously, and it also seems as though Sergio Ramos uh, might be out for an extended amount of time. Um, six weeks, I think. Yep. Uh, so that that does uh, sway the odds a bit more in Inter Milan's favor. I would I would have to imagine, uh, and and they really need it. They really need it right now if they plan yeah. to keep their Champions League dreams alive. Um, and then uh, uh, Bayern Munich, the, the 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 heavy favorites, I would say in this year's Champions League, we'll be facing uh, RB Salzburg uh, also on Wednesday. So there you go. Good stuff. Although although Bayern uh, have not had the, the best of form recently, and, and, and Manuel Neuer has certainly not had the best of form, uh, letting six goals in against Spain. So he's got some, uh, some doubters to prove wrong. I would say so. Yeah, yeah. He, they, they they got ripped apart, and Germany got ripped apart by Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, it looks like everybody has something to prove right now in the Champions League. Let's see what happens, ladies and gentlemen. Um, before we head on out of here, though, Mags, uh, I believe you and I have some business to tend to. Uh, Mags, what was your favorite goal this weekend? Now, for me, there was two outstanding goals. Um, there was the Sebastian Haller one from for, for West Ham, but I'm actually going to go with Bratton's uh, Solly March. I thought that the way he took that that goal, uh, it was just absolutely beautiful and a perfect kill into the top corner. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Solly March from Brighton. You know, I, I was really close to, to also picking that one, but... Uh, I, I'm actually going with uh, Danny Welbeck's goal instead. Uh, oh, I thought, I, thought I, 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 I just, it looked like the, the buildup of play, the run of play was just so smooth. And then to have Danny Welbeck of all people uh, making the goal in, I, I thought it was, I thought it was excellent. I, 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 I and, and Danny Welbeck is such a, a great story. He, he's had persistent injury problems plagued throughout his entire career. And it, it, it warms my heart when somebody scores such a great goal like that uh, after having to go through all those difficulties. So yeah. uh, Danny Welbeck is, is my pick. Um, uh, what about player of the week, Mags? Who who do you like as player of the week this week? Okay, well, uh, I'm going to deviate from from uh, player of the week a little bit. Uh, I'm actually going to go with man of the week, and I'm going to go with Jose Mourinho because I think tactically he he was absolutely on point. He's he seems to have kind of a Calm down a little bit. He, he normally gets really kind of emotional and uh, can be can very kind of uh, aggressive. But I think he, he he's really kind of turning a corner at Tottenham. Took over them when they were 14th and in, in less than a year, they're now challenging for, for the title. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go with, uh, with uh, Jose Mourinho. 
Interesting. So, so uh, seemingly <laughs> great, great minds think alike. Though I, I am not picking Jose Mourinho as as man of the week. Uh, I didn't know this was man of the. I didn't know he was Robin Williams. <laughs> you know, I didn't know that that was the, the, that was the, the the part of the show that we're in now. Um, uh, I am picking Hoybier from from Spurs, though. I thought Hoybier just he did a massive job uh, yeah. in in shielding the defense and and organizing play. He's added the, just the perfect amount of steel that Spurs needed uh, to mm-hmm. really turn this this push onwards. And like you wouldn't expect that he's a a Jose Mourinho type player, but he's really really proved that uh, that that he can work very efficiently in this environment. So yeah, cheers to to Jose Mourinho uh, for for picking him up, and and cheers to uh, uh, Hoybier from uh, from Spurs. You are my player of the week. That's and, an outstanding Mag, Mag, yeah, Mags has Jose Mourinho as man of the week. There you go. I think that's. That's interesting. Wow, the, shade, <laughs> the absolute shared. <laughs> I like the pick. I it just it it came out of nowhere for me. I like Man to throw year. you off guard. That's going to be the title of this week's episode. <laughs> Jose Mourinho, Man of the Week. There you go. He's uh, a man. <laughs> <laughs> Just pans over. He's like chopping wood in the forest, you know. <laughs> Shaved himself with his with his uh, Bowie knife. <laughs> Working on a construction site. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Good. A real stuff. man's man, Jose Mourinho, Jose Regal. It indeed. Indeed, um, Mags. Um, we, we gotta say bye bye to the people for now. But where can the people find more of your content? Okay, well, you can find me at the Mat Attack UK, where I'll be starting a new podcast very soon. Just so I've got more podcasts than anyone else. It's a good shout. Good shout. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you already have a ton of podcasts. I, I mean, you, you, I don't know if you need any more podcasts, Mags. I know. I, I, I just can't say no to people. They come to me with a, a really good idea, and it's like, yeah, I want to get involved in that. Uh, luckily, I don't <laughs> do all the heavy lifting. I mean, uh, I've got to, I've got to give you uh, your your due. You you put a hell of a lot of work in, into the show, and I just turn up and and mock you, which is really really unfair. Uh, <laughs> It's 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 nothing but love, Mag. It's, it's truly nothing but love. I I appreciate our partnership here on Radio Techers. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, actually at Headlock Talk. Ironically enough, because that's that's actually where you can find me. Um, you know, I'll be doing a, a, a wrestling chat show later on with my good friend, the one, the only, Mister Stephen Grudy, uh, where we'll be reviewing uh, Survivor Series as part of a post show. So that should be a lot of fun. Make sure to join us for there. How do you join us? Well easy you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to this show uh be it on itunes spotify uh google play uh amazon uh, or if you're watching us on youtube make sure to join us on youtube hit that subscribe button hit the bell for notifications tell your friends tell your family about not only shooting the sports ish but about radio techers as a whole it's good stuff guys you got to get in on it. Get in on the ground floor. Leave us chats. Hit that thumbs up. Leave us leave us some comments in the chats. Who do you think was the the man of the week? Um, as Max would say, um, we want to know what you guys think. Um, yes, we do. This is also, your show as much as it is ours. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you, if you look up in the uh, in the in the other corner up there, you'll see us on Twitter at Radio Techers. That's spelled R A D I O T E K K E R S. Make sure to give us a follow there on social media. But also, if you look over here in this direction, you'll notice we have a new sponsor, Thrive uh, Fantasy Sports, uh, where you can join in on some fantasy sports action uh, in, in involving even football. Yeah, both kinds, both kinds of football. So that's pretty cool. Uh, so make sure uh, if, if you are into fantasy sports, make sure to check out Thrive Fantasy. Uh, you can tell uh, tell them that we sent you. You get a little bit of an extra discount. That's that's, that, that's on us. Uh, but also, please gamble responsibly. Um, I can't think of anything else, Mags. If you can't think of anything else. Uh, I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Thank you, chat, for joining us here in the chat. We greatly appreciate you guys. Uh, Y'all take care. Be well. Know that we love you, and we'll see you again 
on Wednesday night. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, you guys. I'm going to watch the Liverpool game now. <laughs> <laughs>